five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Hello everyone and welcome to Holy Half Hour. It's great to have you with us today. My name is still Kieran, if you've listened to the show before, and that's still my name. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint you if you're bored of that name. When are you going to get around to changing that name? I know. Well, you know, man, you know, maybe one of these days. And your <laughs> name, of course, fellow presenter, is Michael. It is indeed. I am the fellow presenter, Michael. And you started that very Scottish today, Kieran. Right. Did I? Hello there, everybody. Oh, I'm from Mr. Scotland. Henderson. Um, oh. It's quite nice. Oh, here you are. Here's you. Here's me. Shall we have a wee <laughs> pot of tea? Um, Absolutely. Well, you know, we'll like to give it a bit of regional flavour in this show <laughs> because I do, by default, have quite a BBC accent, you know, so it's nice to... Scottish it up a little. Absolutely. Oh. We're not talking about BBC Alba here. We're talking about <laughs> received no. pronunciation. That's right. That's right. Well, we've got a great show lined up today, Michael. We have our usual mix of a quiz, uh, a unlikely worship song, or do we? Dun, 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 this week. Um, a top three, a Bible fact, which of course is from the Book of Acts today, and you're bringing that to us later. So very excited about that. But before we get into that, Michael, mm-hmm. have you ever been seasick? Ooh. There's a lot of sailing in, in Acts, isn't there? Mm, Quite there a is, bit of yeah. uh, boat action going on in the book of Acts. And I'm wondering, Paul does a yeah, lot of, of travelling. I'm wondering, have you ever been seasick? Because I certainly have. But I'm wondering, has it ever happened to you? I have been seasick, but I only knew I was seasick after the fact, interestingly. Mm. I've not actually been on that many boats, but one time... I was going, I was in Scotland, in the north of Scotland with some friends, and we went to go see some minky whales, Kieran. Have you ever been minky okay. whale spotting? No, I've heard about this, but I've never done it. It was good fun. We were on a massive powerboat with about 20, 30 people, and we were going really fast through the water. And uh, we didn't ultimately see any minky whales, but we did see some dolphins, which was cool. But mm-hmm. myself and one of the people that I was with, we just could not stay awake as the powerboat was going we're just nodding off the whole time like properly feeling absolutely exhausted and we didn't feel nauseous but apparently i learned after the fact that one expression of seasickness is actually just falling asleep um, right and not being necessarily actually sick in the vomitous sense of the word um, so okay. that's, I think that's the closest, my closest scrape with being seasick is, uh, being sleep, sleep sick, sea sleep sick. So, so there you go. <laughs> that's interesting. I've never heard of that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How okay. about you? Okay. Yeah. Well, mine is, um, we weren't going quite as fast as that. I, I, as a kid got the ferry between Scotland and Ireland, uh, mm. a few times. That's cool. And uh, I used to, I don't know if I do now, it's been a long time since I did a proper a journey of any length on a boat, to be honest. Mm. Um, but uh, I used to get pretty, feel pretty unwell. Uh, I don't remember ever throwing up, mm. but I used to feel properly, properly queasy on boats. Yeah. And I remember a particularly bad crossing over to Ireland where the water was very choppy and a lot of people on the boat were very ill. 
and there was a lot of unpleasant noises all around. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it just wasn't great. So yeah, man, it's uh, it's happened to me. Uh, not for a, quite a long time, thankfully. But I've always been someone who, like, um, generally I will avoid reading entirely if I'm in a car or something mm, mm. because it just makes me feel ill quite quickly. Yeah. I don't I don't generally get travel sick by default, but, you mm. know, sometimes these things can knock me. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough, old, tough old world out there. Well, we'll mm. I guess we'll, we'll, we'll learn as we go through the New Testament just exactly how much seasickness there is in, in the Bible. <laughs> yeah, certainly. <laughs> Although you've already done one unlikely worship song about vomiting, uh, that was the excellent song with Jonah in it, with the uh, the whale vomiting Jonah <laughs> forth. Uh, it was very, it was very good. <laughs> that is true. It was a very vomit uh, centric uh, song that week. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, on that lovely thought, mm. why don't we get into today's show? Let's do that. Once I was a prophet, everything was going great. Till I got scared and ran away I tried to escape my fate And now I'm here in the belly of a fish Alone with my regrets There is just one thing I wish, Lord Grant me this request Bring me up Regurgitate my life up chuck me onto dry land so that I can make things right. Hurl me into the future in a projectile stream of faith. Feel the heaving of tomorrow. Up comes a brand new day. Oh, here we go. Michael, I heard a rumor that you have a quiz for us this week. Mm-hmm. Is that right? I do tend to come each week with a quiz, mm-hmm. and this week is no exception. Well, before we get into that, I'm going to jump in with a random song. We, in lieu of a In lieu of an unlikely worship song this week, <laughs> folks, um, I've prepared a little intro, another, yet another intro for the quiz section. As, oh, nice. as listeners to the show will know, uh, sometimes I like to do a little remix uh, mm. for the show, and I've done one of those for you this week, Michael. So this uh, will hopefully serve as a nice little intro to quizzes that we can use now and again. So have a have a listen to this and see what you think. Love a new intro. Can't wait to hear it. Okay, here it comes. Michael, do you have a quiz for me? Yes, I have a quiz for you. Michael, do you have a quiz for me? <laughs> yes, I have a quiz for you. <laughs> Michael, do you have a quiz for me? Yes, I have a quiz for you. Michael, do you have a quiz for me? Yes, I have a quiz for you. Well, hi, everybody. (laughs) Hello there. Hello there. And welcome. It's me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I have a quiz for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I have a quiz for you. 
Michael, do you have a quiz for me? Yes, I have a quiz for you. Michael, do you have a quiz for me? Yes, I have a quiz for you. Ha ha ha! Wow, Kieran. Wow. You took us on a real journey there. <laughs> wow is one word for it. Yeah. I mean, it was it was like it had some musical influences. It got really dance heavy. And it kind of got a little bit, <laughs> you know, a little bit stripped back, open open soundscape and then mm-hmm. and then we had mm-hmm. a bit of a drop come in. Wow. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Whew, you spoiled <laughs> it was us. All there. Spoiled us. <laughs> I'm not sure there's any part of music that wasn't in that. Well, absolutely. Uh, that was, of course, based on a little riff we did just the other week where we were singing as an intro to the quiz. And I thought, I can do something with this. <laughs> That's why you did it. So, You're like, I'm going to yeah. sing at the start of this yeah. <laughs> so that I can later make it Yeah, I was thinking that earlier. I was thinking people are going to think that I did that just to set up another remix. Well, you're right. No, I didn't really. How well you really know me. Folks. It was spontaneous, I promise. Oh, well, it was very good, Kieran. And I'm I'm glad that we have another arrow in our quiver in, in, <laughs> for, for quiz intro music <laughs> another another dirty tissue for the ever-growing pile of, <laughs> of rubbishy i don't know why i'm this metaphor doesn't work but basically we've got a ton of these <laughs> is what i'm trying to say so here's uh, another one for the heap ooh. <laughs> file that one under b1n yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, thank you for indulging me, Michael. Why don't we have a quiz now to uh, ri- rid our w- wash our minds clean of what we just what just happened? Well, let's do that, shall we? So, Kieran, this week's quiz is maybe the third and final time, but we'll see exactly how this one goes. Over Bible. Master Bible Mind. Oh, um, yes. Yes, yes, yes. It's the quick fire quiz you all know and love. I have <laughs> a bunch of Bible trivia questions, although, of course, nothing in the Bible is trivial. Um, and Kieran <laughs> is going to answer them as quickly as possible. He's going to have one and a half minutes, 90 whole seconds to answer as many as possible. Because it's a quick fire quiz, I'm not going to be doing dings or kazoos. I will just say correct. If Kieran answers incorrectly, I will give him the correct answer in the style of mastermind. If he wants to pass any point, he can say the word pass, unsurprisingly. And uh, yeah, I think last time you got 9 out of 10 correct. I think the time before that you got Mm. 11 out of 13. So, I mean, you've always done well in this. Percentage-wise, you did better the second time. But in pure numbers, you got did better the first time. So, I mean, who's to say which is better, really? Mm. So, I'm going to put 90 seconds on the clock. And okay, I'm a bit I'm, nervous, I've got to say. I feel like Michael's going to ramp up the difficulty this time. Some of these are a wee bit more difficult. I think towards the end, yeah. they maybe get a wee bit harder. Um, but uh, I guess we'll see, because you got some last time that I was pretty surprised at how well you did so uh so we'll see so are you ready kieran for master bible mind round three okay your time will start when i ask the first question which tribe was paul from 
Levi, Levites. Benjamin, who is oh. the high priest in charge of Jerusalem who put Jesus on trial? Caiaphas. Correct. In Genesis, on which day did God create people? The fourth day. The sixth day. What was the first plague that the Lord sent on Egypt? Struggling in this day. Blood in the water. Correct. Which Egyptian official was Joseph's master? Potiphar. Correct. What was the name of Adam and Eve's third son? Enoch. Seth. Who was the only female judge mentioned in the Bible? Deborah. Correct. Who was chosen to replace Judas as the twelfth apostle? Matthias? Correct. Who did Peter raise from the dead in Joppa? Uh, the dude that fell out the window. Dorcas. Who is the second most mentioned man in the Bible? Second most. Second most mentioned man in the Bible. Adam? Incorrect. King David. Who? Oh, your time is up, but I've started, so uh. I'll finish. Who woke up under a tree and found that an angel had cooked food for him? Elijah. Correct. Oh, Kieran, that was a wee bit tougher this time. Oh, that was tricky, man. That was really hard. Kudos to you so, for designing a tough quiz. You answered 11 questions and you got six correct, five <sighs> incorrect. It was definitely trickier this time, but I still think mm. that you did very well. Some of those were pretty tricky. And um, yeah, five, six out of 11, not bad at all, Kieran. Mm, okay, okay. I feel reasonably pleased with that because they were tough. Yeah, I think you should. I think you should. Yeah, and yeah. seeing as that one was so much tougher, maybe we'll retire that format for a while. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see if I run out of ideas again in the near future. Yeah. <laughs> well, if, if there is a round four, I wouldn't be disappointed, Michael. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Yeah. Well done. Folks, as a special treat for you this week because our quickfire Bible Mastermind quiz was a bit shorter than our usual. Uh, Michael has brought us another roving segment, which is oh, very exciting. Yes. What are we doing this week, Michael? Well, it's a classic. It's a return of a favorite. It's a kazoo worship song, Kieran. Nice. Oh, yeah. So we've got the CCLI top 100 most popular worship songs of the moment list up in front of us. You're going to pick a number between 1 and 100. I'm going to kazoo that tune. And you're going to say stop when you think you know it. And you're going to mm -hmm. see if you know it. And those at home are going to see if they know it quicker than you do. 
um, you know, we might need to have some searching around to find a song that I definitely know and that we haven't had before, but we'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, a number between one and a hundred, my friend. Number between one and a hundred, eighty-one. Eighty-one. All right, let's have a look. I'm gonna make you scroll. Sorry, this one's not too bad because the list I've got now are in in tens. So I just scroll to uh, page eight and then find the first song uh, there. Excellent, excellent. Okay. It's a bit easier then. Well, Kieran, song number 81 on the top 100 is definitely one I was not expecting to see. So, uh, yeah, we're going to see how it goes. So open your ears up. Okay. Um, okay. And we'll go for this. Here we go. <clears throat> Stop. <laughs> you got that quick, Kieran. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it was such a beautiful rendition <laughs> of drum roll, the Calypso Carol, surely. <laughs> that must have been the Calypso Carol. I'd know that I'd know that tune anywhere. It is the Calypso late, Carol. Late at night, I wake in a cold sweat. <laughs> Would no, you, I'm kidding. I'm, kidding. Like I'm, sure, us, that, I'm sure that, that... Would you like to give us a rendition of that without <laughs> just your voice, Kieran? <laughs> uh, I, I, if memory serves, it goes like, Oh, now carry me to Bethlehem to see the Lord appear to men. I don't remember yeah, exactly. how the tune goes, but it's, you know. It's the, one, the, the first verse I was doing was, See him lying on a bed of straw, <laughs> a drafty right, right. stable with an open door. <laughs> Uh, yep, yeah, absolutely. Calypso Carol, apparently the 81st most popular song in churches wow. uh, this year so far. Yeah. So obviously a lot of people well, have been, been doing it at Christmas time. Sure. And hey, I don't mean to diss that song, folks, if you're into that, <laughs> if you're a fan of that one. It's not to my taste, but it's obviously a popular one. So, you know, what do I know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kieran, you old stick in the mud. I want to hear that <laughs> Calypso Carol next time I come to see you play at Carol Service. I imagine. <laughs> But yeah, well done. You got that nice and fast. Maybe there's a way to do a sort of ironic hipster uh, contemporary take on that song. If Ooh. I can figure out a way, then I'll do that. Yeah, I challenge you. I hereby challenge you mm. to do a to do a, a mashup of the clips of Carol that isn't lame. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're on. I'll see what I can do. The top, 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 top three, three, three. Well, folks, it's time for our top three. Very exciting. And the top three has a new format, folks, that we've been trying the last few weeks, basically. Mm -hmm. And Michael gives me three pairs of words, and I have to decide which word in the pair appears more frequently in the Bible. Okay. Oh. So is there is there a theme for these, Michael, this week? Uh, or They're still just opposites. Yeah, I'm, I'm just leaning yeah. into the opposite word situation. But just, cool. I mean, I just want to say, well, great, great podcast hosting there, Kieran. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, I've, I've tended to need a couple of stabs at describing the new format for the top three each time we've recorded <laughs> one, and I've had to describe it. Even though I came up with the format, you'd think I'd be able to describe it. But Kieran just nailed that first time. Real nice, real nice work. Smooth. Well, well as l frequent listeners to this podcast will know, I am a master of saying things succinctly <laughs> and not taking 10 minutes to explain a simple concept. So you're welcome. <laughs> uh, you know, listeners, um, this is a peek behind the curtain, and I'm not trying to throw throw Kieran under the bus. But when we first started recording this podcast, Kieran would have a tendency to leave significant gaps between every single word he said uh, during certain parts mm. of the podcast, and um, it would be 
interesting yeah. time editing <laughs> some of yeah, them yeah. where you just Michael take would out go fractions through, of a second each yeah. yeah yeah michael would go through syllable by syllable everything <laughs> i said and, and shorten the gaps what a legend but so now you, i don't welcome have everybody. To do any of that because kieran is 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 <laughs> You know, we've both come a long way. We've both got a long way to go. We have. I'm no yeah. more adept than Kieran. I'm not trying to say that anything. He's great, <laughs> but uh, he's come a long way. No more editing out short gaps between words. So, uh, you know, I appreciate hey. that, Kieran. <laughs> I've, I've grown up. I've got my big boy pants on. I'm now a full-fledged podcast guy. Mommy, wow. I'm a big boy <laughs> I'm now. a big boy now. <laughs> Well, if you know that reference, then you're as old as us, ladies and gentlemen. But anyway, yeah. you did such a good word, such a good job describing the top three. And I've done such a good job of not delivering on it so far and just <laughs> spraffing nonsense. So here it comes. Like Kieran said, three pairs of words. Which one appears more times in the New International Version of the Bible? Here it is, Kieran. Day versus night. <laughs> Day, versus, Day night. versus night. Well, we had light and darkness, didn't we? Was that last week? Yeah, yeah, last week. Yeah, so hmm, similar theme, day versus night, or maybe it was the week before. Huh. Actually, anyway, how uh, was it? Okay, I think that day probably is more common. Yeah, because uh, I feel like, but maybe the beginning when a day starts that gets more mentioned than when mm. a day ends. Yeah, in scripture. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Uh, and then you've got things like the day of the Lord. Mm. This is the day that the Lord has made. It's quite a lot of uh, seize the day. That's not in the Bible, but <laughs> <laughs> carpe diem. You're thinking of uh, kazoo diem. Yes, exactly. Uh, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll put that jingle into this episode for people who are like, what are you talking about? Um, so, yeah, I think day. All right, let's take a look. Hey, hey, well done. Yeah, absolutely. Day is in 1,286 verses in the NIV. Night is only in 307. So day by wow. a landslide. Okay, here's the next yeah. one. Deep versus shallow. <laughs> Deep versus shallow. I just can't think of many mentions at all of the word shallow in scripture. So mm. I feel like deep, I'm pretty sure deep is the winner there. But uh, we'll uh, see. I'm going with deep. Let's take a look. Hey, mm. you are correct, sir. Deep. 106 verses shallow. Just two. Just two verses. Just two. Wow. Now, well, you know what I'm going to ask. You know what's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to ask who? Where do you yeah. think Where do you think shallow is mentioned in the Bible? I... Do not know. There's is there something about when when Peter jumps off the boat and runs to Jesus? Is there mm. a mention of shallow water there, or I I don't know. Let me ask uh, you another question, Kieran. If you if I asked forty people to mention the first parable that came <laughs> to their mind, what do you think they would say? <laughs> oh, uh, I think they would say the sower, the sower and the seed, the shallow yeah. ground. Yes. <laughs> I'm so clever. Synergy. Um, is that the only place it comes up? Does yeah, it exactly. come up twice there? So the two, wow, okay, the two okay. iterations of that parable in the two Gospels in which it appears, uh, are the two verses cool. that Shallow appears in the Bible, of the New International Version. There you go. Anyway. So yeah, there, there you go. go. All right, well done. Uh, you've already won, but let's have a third one for fun. Lost versus found. <laughs> 
It's got to be found. It's got to be found. I'm gonna. I'm having, gonna have to choose the the goody answer again. <laughs> it's and say answer. that it's got to be got to be found over lost. Yeah. All right. Let's take a look and see. Hey. Hey. Nice. In this instance, you are correct to do so. Lost appears in forty-five verses in the Bible. Found three hundred and thirty-two. So yeah, another Ooh. landslide. Well, Kieran, another clean sweep on the top three. What can I say? You're just firing on all of the cylinders today. Well, you know, I uh, I love a quiz. I love a quiz even more when I win it. And, um, <laughs> you know, I've, I've won the last few Bible uh, top threes. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's it's good, man. It's a good feeling. Ah, yes. Here we go. Timothy, my dear boy, turn up the bass. After all... A little bass is good for your stomach. <laughs> Bible facts. Blowing up your brain with these actual, factual, mildly intellectual Bible facts. Every book covered with a crazy fun fact for you. Bible facts. 66 books. We're not counting the apocrypha. Bible facts. Bible facts. Bible facts. Bible facts. Michael, it's time for our Bible fact. Mm. I'm very excited. This week our Bible fact comes from the book of Acts, everybody. So I am I'm looking forward to seeing what you've got for us, Michael. Take it away. Well, I will. It's a Bible act. <laughs> um, Facts about so, Acts. So it's a nice bit of synergy that I did the Bible fact on the book of Luke, because of course the author of Acts is traditionally believed to be Luke, the doctor who also wrote the Gospel of Luke. Luke was a companion of Paul's, and the book was probably written around 64 or 65 AD. Uh, they can kind of fairly pinpoint the the uh, date of the book of Acts because it ends after Paul's imprisonment in Rome, but it doesn't actually touch on the results of Paul's trial. So that's where they kind of think that it should be. Um, Acts tells a lot of things. Uh, it's a lot about what the early apostles do, about the origins of the church, of the conflicts within the church. Uh, as the early Christians are kind of hammering out what they believe and what they stand for, how they should behave, what laws they should obey. It also tells of social and political conflicts and of the persecution of the early church. And of course, a lot of the second half of Acts tells us about Paul's story, his journeys, his uh, going to different churches, his planting churches and taking the gospel message. Um, Also, importantly, Acts is kind of a bit of a biography of the Holy Spirit. You know, it it introduces the Holy Spirit. Mm. It talks about the role of the Holy Spirit. Lots of great stuff in Acts. And, uh, you know, we say this a lot, but if you haven't read it for a while, go on. Get yourself a nice cup of tea, a nice (laughs) warm blanket, maybe a wee sandwich. Sit down, have a read of some of the Acts. Good stuff. Um, So that's the background. Uh, What about an interesting fact? Well... So many things to choose from. I thought I'd choose a, a little bit of an, almost an aside and look at how God was working in that aside. Um, so we're in Acts 18, and I just want to use it as an example of that that kind of played out Christianese thing to say, which is that God moves in a mysterious way. 
So Acts 18, during Paul's second kind of journeys, and uh, this is from verse 12. It says, When Gallio was proconsul of Achaia, the Jews of Corinth made a united attack on Paul and brought him to the place of judgment. This man, they charged, is persuading the people to worship God in ways contrary to the law. Just as Paul was about to speak, Gallio said to them, If you Jews were making a complaint about some mismedinic uh, about some misdemeanor or serious crime, it would be reasonable for me to listen to you. But since it involves questions about words and names and your own law, settle the matter yourselves. I will not be a judge of such things. So he drove them off. Then the crowd were turned on Sothenes, the synagogue leader, and beat him in front of the proconsul, and Gallio showed no concern whatever. And that's it. <laughs> so verses 12 to 17. You're like, okay, so uh, Paul's been brought in front of, you know, a, a Roman official in Corinth, and they're trying to get him thrown in prison, which happened a fair bit. Um, and this guy's like, I don't really care about your business. But imagine if instead he had said, oh, yeah, that's terrible. He should definitely be thrown in prison or killed. And actually, mm. now that I think about it, this kind of uprising of christians that could be a real pain in the roman empire's butt so let's just completely crush that 100 percent right now we spoke uh we spoke a few weeks ago about the fact that the disciples you know if they hadn't gone if they hadn't told what a different world we would have you know and same with this you know if gallio the proconsul of achaia in, in corinth had decided to take an interest and to crush the uprising and to kill Paul, how would the world look today? You know, mm. and it, it's quite amazing to think of these these things that we read about in in Acts. Had they gone a different way, you know, God was moving. Even even so, like what what if God had been like, okay, not only that, but I'm going to intervene and and, and raise Paul up and make him really powerful and make him you know like a powerful politician so he can do even more like you might think you know why didn't god why didn't god stop these shipwrecks and imprisonments and everything else that paul suffered why didn't why didn't you know another another christianese saying why didn't god put a hedge of protection around paul and stop <laughs> anything bad from happening to him well because that in in its own way could have elevated paul to such a position that people had no choice but to completely focus all of their energy and destroying him you know the roman empire might have might have taken a special interest or the jewish uh leaders of the synagogues might have taken a special interest in in really making sure paul's message couldn't get out there you know a little bit here a little bit there being different could have made a huge difference in in the growth of the early church and the growth of christianity and in the the impact that it's had in this world like we said two weeks ago 2.6 billion people on this planet believe that jesus christ is our lord and savior and these people that we read about in Acts were the instrumental in that. It just find it. I find it so interesting that you know a little wiggle room each way, and things could have been different. I don't know if that's interesting to you, Kieran. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it is, and I, I think you know it's it's amazing how we see the grace of God in that. You know, just all all of these moments in history throughout the you know the New Testament, the Gospels, and on into Acts, these like turning points where you know. This is sort of on a knife edge how this could have gone mm. and look how it turned out and look how the course of history was changed as a result. Yeah. Because um, there's, uh, yeah, 
Christianity's relationship to the Roman Empire is a very interesting thing mm. because there were certainly times in that history where things weren't going as well for the Christians. Um, I don't know all the details myself as someone <laughs> who's not particularly a student of history. Well, who does? Um, mm, well, but uh, you had to be there, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but but yeah, it's, I think it's amazing to in this instance that we see God's grace in that. And in what you say, you know, in what, as you say, it's quite an unremarkable thing on the surface mm. that they try to get Paul and, 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 and he's like, eh, not really bothered. Yeah. You guys deal with this. How that one little, this guy can't be bothered, has a <laughs> profound impact, you know, on the course of, of history and on the on the growth of the church. So, yeah, it's interesting, man. Yeah, absolutely. So take heart, you know, next time you just can't be bothered. You never know what kind of amazing move of God you might be permitting. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's the message here, right, Kieran? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Be bothered less, everybody. <laughs> Just generally, that's the message. <laughs> uh, no, sorry. Seriously, no. kidding. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Michael and Kieran. Well, Michael, we're out of time for today. Oh. But it's been a fun one. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, more top-notch quizzing and uh, an interesting Bible fact there. Uh, and a serviceable remix, uh, maybe maybe usable piece of music that we might return to one day. <laughs> but uh, we uh, we appreciate you listeners joining us, and uh, we will catch you in the next one. Thanks everybody, and thanks Michael. Thank you, Kieran. Absolutely. See you all soon. Well, speak to you all soon, indeed. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Bye for now. <laughs>